Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Really important that everybody come out and vote. I'm Nick Ellinelli. It's fueled a lot of online gossip, and now Don't Worry Darling is finally hitting theaters. We're going to hear Christian Toto's review at 810. The Dow finished down 486 points, finishing under 30,000 again. The NASDAQ dropped nearly 200, the S&P 65. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Governor Ron DeSantis has declared a state of emergency for 24 Florida counties ahead of what's being called Tropical Depression 9. WKMG-TV's Mark Lehman on some storm prep. Seminole County Emergency Management opening the sandbag location as a precaution because additional rain could cause widespread flooding. Residents are being encouraged to take extra measures now so they're prepared if the storm comes our way. I think about those those plans and procedures now uh, so that, you, you know, if something does happen, you have a plan in place and you can take action. Emergency management says residents can fill up to 15 sandbags. Meantime, Hurricane Fiona is moving north toward Canada and expected to make landfall in Nova Scotia tomorrow morning. I have everything prepared. I got my candles, I got my batteries. Fiona passed near Bermuda earlier today, bringing heavy rains and wind. Moscow has been holding referendums in areas that it controls in eastern and southern Ukraine. The voting is on whether Russia should annex these parts of Ukraine into its own territory. Western nations have dismissed the referendums, and the U.N. officials have revealed what they say is more evidence of Russian war crimes. It's the end of the line for one of the all-time tennis greats. Roger Federer has played his final match. CBS's Steve for his final event, Roger Federer chose to play a doubles match with his longtime friend and rival Rafa Nadal. It was part of the Laver Cup, which pits Europe against the rest of the world. It ended with a loss, but afterwards, Federer was still in the spotlight being saluted. It does feel like a celebration to me. I wanted to feel like this at the end, and it's exactly what I hoped for, so thank you. His comments on the tennis channel, at the end, an emotional Federer was wiping away tears, and so was Nadal. Steve Futterman, CBS. News. Another conviction for a high-profile defendant charged in the U.S. Capitol attack. CBS's Scott McFarlane was in the courtroom. The jury convicted Doug Jensen of Iowa after just four hours of deliberations on all counts. Jensen was the man in the black QAnon shirt who led the mob that pursued lone Capitol police officer Eugene Goodman near the U.S. Senate January 6th. So far, the Department of Justice has been undefeated at jury trials in Capitol riot cases. Sentencing for Jensen is set for December 16th. CBS radio affiliate WWJ in Detroit is reporting that overnight news anchor Jim Matthews has died in what police have described as a murder and attempted suicide. Matthews' girlfriend and two children are in the hospital and a man is in custody. The station has tweeted that the news team is deeply saddened by the death of their dear friend and colleague, and they are grateful for the time that they have shared with him. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 803, it's Friday, September 23rd. Clear skies overnight, but that mercury is going to drop into the 40s in some parts. Good evening, I'm John Doman with the top local stories we're following this hour. The lockdown impacting a portion of Bailey's Crossroads since late this morning has been lifted. 
In initial reports of shots fired from a high-rise turned out to be inaccurate. WTOP's Christy King filed this report from the scene. The shots were not fired from an elevated position, and the gunfire that shattered glass outside Starbucks and hit two cars was not from a high-powered rifle. And while you still see a heavy police presence in the area, uh, it's just because our investigation continues. Lieutenant Daniel Spital of Fairfax County Police says of the two cars hit by gunfire here on Leesburg Pike at South 7th Street. We do have some active leads that we are following up on. We do not have a suspect at this time, um, but we are still combing through a lot of evidence, um, and we're asking for the public's help. In Bailey's Crossroads, Christy King, WTOP News. Campaign 2022 here on WTOP. A judge has issued a ruling today that could speed up when people will learn the winners of the midterm elections in Maryland this November. A judge in Montgomery County has approved a request from the Maryland Board of Elections that will allow mail-in ballots be counted as they come in instead of after election day. The board made the request anticipating 1 million to 1.3 million mail-in ballots in the November election. Judge James Bonifant said mandatory deadlines will be missed if he didn't take this action. The ruling only applies to this upcoming election and even though the mail-in ballots can be counted early the results of those ballots will not be publicized until election day counting can begin on october 1st in rockville kyle cooper wtop news local election boards in the state are reacting to today's ruling here's wtop's kate ryan without allowing mail-in ballots to be counted as they're received election results in maryland can stretch for weeks as they did in Montgomery County in the July 19th primary. Gilberto Zelaya with the Montgomery County Board of Elections says mail-in ballots have become increasingly popular in the state. Right now, the mail-in ballot request sits at about 116,000. Zelaya says the key to getting those timely election results is having voters return their mail-in ballots Quickly, the decision by a Montgomery County Circuit Court judge applies to this election alone. It does not make a permanent change to Maryland state law. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now, there was no immediate reaction from the campaign for Dan Cox, the Maryland state delegate, who filed a motion to block the early mail-in vote count. Cox is running for governor against Democrat Wes Moore. And today also marks the start of in-person early voting in Virginia for the November midterms. And WTOP's Nick Ionelli was there with more. Frank Anderson was the first voter in line this morning for the start of early voting at the Fairfax County Government Center. And he has a unique reason for being passionate. Well, I'm somebody who lost my right to vote some years ago. He had a felony burglary conviction on his record, but had his voting rights restored in 2010. So I had to fight for it. And I think it's just really important that everybody come out and vote. Early voting starts 45 days before the election in Virginia. In Maryland, it won't start until October 27th. It begins on October 31st in D.C. In Fairfax County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, after generating so much gossip the past few weeks, the film Don't Worry Darling finally hits theaters. Christian Toto will review the new thriller just ahead. It's 8.06. This Friday through Sunday, it's Marlowe Furniture's spectacular 72-hour power sale. The event you don't want to miss on Marlowe's finest selection of beautiful home furnishings. See 50% off all stylish Marlowe living rooms, bedrooms, dining rooms, and more. Plus, decorate now and pay later with 60 months no interest financing. Bring your style to life. Shop the 72-hour power sale this weekend, Friday through Sunday, and save 50% off plus 60 months no interest financing at Marlowe Furniture with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. 
Fear of the dentist may be keeping you from enjoying life to its fullest. The Cascade Center for Dental Health in Sterling has been the place for advanced comprehensive and sedation dentistry for decades. Now, that same incredible care is available at the new Cascades Dental of Burke. At Cascades, there is no need for fear, anxiety, or lectures. We just help you smile again. Cascades Dental of Burke and the Cascades Center for Dental Health in Sterling. Learn more at cascades1.com or call 866-25-SLEEP. If you run a commercial property, the fastest way to cut energy costs is to repair or replace your mechanical insulation. Hi, I'm Brian Cavey of Insulators and Allied Workers Local 24. In most commercial buildings, as much as 30% of the mechanical insulation is damaged or missing, and that means higher energy costs for your company. Trust me, if you invest in your insulation now, you will save on the bottom line later. Cut energy costs fast with Insulators Local 24. Get started at insulators24.org. It is 8.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rich Hunter is in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, in a loop of the Beltway in Prince George's County, just after Kenilworth Avenue, the crash mostly on the right shoulder, still crowding the right lane, so be careful. It remains slow coming south of College Park, headed through Greenbelt before the pace finally picks up. Uh, delays on the interloop have cleared out. Headed toward the Woodsrow Wilson Bridge at a loop just about done. So that's good news as well. Now, 95 in Virginia had crashes both northbound and southbound near exit 143. And as a result, you had delays in both directions. Northbound delays uh, beginning just after Route 630 headed up toward the remnants of that crash on the left shoulder. Southbound the delays begin near Quantico headed south toward exit 143. Crash there also on the shoulder, this time on the right shoulder. Uh, beyond that, it was just heavy volume headed down toward the end of the express lanes before that picks up better in both directions down in Fredericksburg. 395 North remains slow across the inbound 14th, headed into the district. At delays outbound have cleared out. Uh, late delays southbound 95 as well, uh, headed south of Route 1, headed down across the Aquan. Unusual delay northbound uh, from around Prince William Parkway headed up toward the Aquan, but nothing reported in the roadway. In the district, D.C. 295 North near Pennsylvania Avenue. That may be the scene of a new crash. Be careful. Very slow. Leaving the outbound 11th or eastbound 695 as a result. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTW Traffic. Amelia Draper has your forecast. Breezy winds from today have subsided, and this, coupled with dry air, will allow temperatures to plummet tonight into the 40s for overnight lows. The coldest air we've had in our region for quite some time, with clear skies throughout most of the day. Tomorrow, few clouds, especially later. It will be a cold start with a beautiful afternoon. Temperatures warm into the upper 60s to mid-70s. We continue to warm on Sunday with highs near 80 and some scattered showers and thunderstorms, mainly later in the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, 58 degrees in Tyson's. We have 62 in Kettering and is 61 in Rock Creek Park. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 8-11, and new at the movies this weekend, a young couple played by Harry Styles and Florence Pugh move into the perfect 1950s American neighborhood in Don't Worry Darling. But something feels very wrong.
Dr. Collins prescribed you a suite of medications which you were clearly not taking. The question is why? He's lying to us. He's lying to all of us. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis gets a review of Don't Worry Darling from film critic Christian Toto, who starts off with a quick summary of the off-screen drama associated with the movie. Shia LaBeouf was going to be the play, the character who Harry Styles ended up portraying. And so that casting snafu got a lot of attention. Then the director of the film, Olivia Wilde, was having some issues with her love life. She was married to Jason Sudeikis and she ended up having a relationship with someone else. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes and I think it does the film a disservice in a way because you really want to focus on what's on the screen. Is it good? And Olivia Wilde directed Booksmart from a couple of years ago. Very sharp, very clever, very interesting and I was very curious to see what she would do next and I still think there's that potential in her as a director but I think this film shows there are some limitations to her approach. It's a story of the couple in 1950s America. They're a picture-perfect couple. Their neighborhood is picture-perfect. Their life is just picture-perfect. Everything is exactly what you'd want it to be. But she's uneasy with what's going on in her life and her marriage and where her husband works at this very advanced company that we don't know much about. Chris Pine is one of the co-stars here. He's playing the leader of that company and he's almost like a mythological figure. He's like a Tony Robbins type. He's not just a boss but a soothsayer in a way. So all these fascinating elements are coming together but there are very strong waves of messaging that are happening here and I don't even want to tease what they are but a more subtle approach, a more sophisticated approach, it would have really enriched the story. But as it is, it's just too heavy-handed. I think you should push aside the gossip, focus on the movie, because even though it's very flawed, there are some intriguing elements here. I wanted to move a little bit to a discussion of the next James Bond, because Daniel Craig, of course, is no longer doing those films. What do we know right now? It sounds like it's pretty early on. They seem to indicate there's no real immediate search for the next James Bond actor, but the people behind the scenes, the family that controls the Bond legacy, says they're looking for an actor who's going to be committing at least a decade to this franchise, which will be obviously multiple films, but they also are working hard on finding the villain for the next film, which is an interesting choice. You know, you think, let's find the next James Bond, but no, we want to find a villain a villain character that we can build upon, and then we're going to kind of look towards the best person to play James Bond. And they're also talking about an evolving James Bond, someone who's going to be challenging the status quo to a certain degree. He'll still have those essential core elements that make him James Bond, but you have to change with the times to a certain degree. That's Christian Toto of HollywoodToto.com on Skype. Sports is next. It's 814. What can musicians and scientists learn from each other? October 2nd, join a special concert at the Kennedy Center to find out. Soprano Renee Fleming and former NIH director Dr. Francis Collins host Sound Health, Renew, Remix, a one-night-only convening of performance and conversation in the concert hall. Be there when top researchers unite with Howard University's Afro Blue, the Children's Chorus of Washington, Dessa, Regina Carter, Eric Whitaker, Michaela's Love Movement, and others to explore the power of music to heal and transform, all culminating in an interactive experience led by Grammy winner Esperanza Spaulding. Then on October 3rd, Sound Health continues at The Reach with free panels, presentations, and performances. Don't miss film screenings, enlightening conversations, communal music making, and more. Sound Health, October 2nd and 3rd. Visit tkc.co slash soundhealth for tickets and information.
Hi, I'm Richard McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile. At Metropolitan Bath and Tile, we only do bathrooms, nothing else. We have four beautiful showrooms for your convenience. We never use subcontractors because all work is done by our own employees. We guarantee our prices against any qualified contractor, and we have the best warranty in the business. Call us at 1-800-NEW-BATH or online at metrobath.com. Bathroom remodeling. It's what we do. It's all we do. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 8-15, and here's Frank Hanrahan. Still same score since the last time we checked in. That's Marlins all even at 1-1. Now the uh, bottom of the sixth from Miami. Lane Thomas led off the game with a homer for the Nats, and that's been it. In terms of runs, Josiah Gray, three strikeouts for the Nationals. And right now, the Marlins do have runners at first and second. Nobody down in the bottom of the sixth inning, tied up at 1-1. Orioles lead the Astros one zip. That's in the top of the fifth at Oriole Park. Houston's going for win 100 of the season. College football, Virginia's down 13 zip at Syracuse midway through the second quarter. Roger Federer's final tennis match, emotional farewell. It was at the Labor Cup over in London. He played doubles with Rafael Nadal, and he actually lost to Francis Tiafo and Jack Sock. But it was uh, Federer very teary-eyed and a great reception from the crowd after such a great tennis career. Again, Nationals and the Marlins side up 1-1 in the bottom of the six from Miami. I'm Frank Andrahan, WTOP Sports. Here's the top stories we're following for you tonight here on WTOP. A Maryland judge has ruled that elections officials can start counting mail-in ballots as soon as October 1st. However, no results will be revealed until polls are closed on election night. The governor saying he supports that decision. An autopsy shows that a black man from Colorado died after he was injected with too much sedative and then restrained by police outside of Denver. 23-year-old Elijah McLean died back in 2019. Three police officers and two paramedics now face charges in his death. The original autopsy said the cause of death could not be determined. Stay with us for more on these stories in the coming minutes. It's 817. Last night, members of the Loudoun County School Board received a new draft policy concerning explicit content in schools. School boards throughout Virginia are required to adopt a policy that aligns with state guidelines by year's end. And this proposed policy would require that parents be notified of any sexually explicit content in instructional material. Another policy that sets procedures for the selection, review, and challenge of such material also needs to be updated. The Loudoun County School System's Assistant Superintendent, Ashley Ellis, says the new policy is based on state guidance with a few minor differences. It's still expected to take several months to get this new policy approved as the board gets feedback from the public and others. It's 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and Rich Hunters in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, new crash is DC 295 North, just north of Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, uh, no lane information as of yet, but traffic is very slow coming off of eastbound 695 or the outbound 11th, headed north on DC 295. And apparently you can see it southbound because that's slowing down as well. Uh, there may even be some response over there, unclear yet, have not heard from the front of the line as of late. Now, if you're traveling on the Beltway, good news in Prince George's County crash. On the inner loop, just past Kenilworth Avenue, everything off the road to the right, but it remains a little slow, but improving, so that's good news. 
Still some delays coming out of Virginia, beginning right near the uh, Georgetown Pike, headed across the American Legion Bridge. Better beyond that, not too bad through Bethesda towards Silver Spring. Uh, 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 95 is actually cleared out between the two beltways. Uh, Parkway was still a little sluggish headed north of the beltway up toward Laurel, but nothing reported in the way uh, as of late. If you're traveling on 95 in Virginia, still heavy across the Occoquan, then the slowdown again as you head south of Quantico toward uh, Route 610, exit 143, remnants of that crash on the right shoulder. Northbound remains slow headed up toward exit 143, remnants of that crash on the left shoulder, crash that was on Route 1 uh, near the Quantico Corporate Center, completely wrapped up and cleared. Uh, so delays have eased there. Late crash in Loudoun County and Ashburn, 70 eastbound just after the interchange for Lansdowne Boulevard and Claiborne Parkway. We were squeezing by a single file past the crash with heavy response on scene. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Veteran has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. And now Amelia Draper has your forecast. Clear and cold tonight after breezy winds today. We do have light winds tonight, and that's allowing our temperatures to fall into the 40s for lows. So a cold start tomorrow morning, but a beautiful afternoon. With relatively light winds, we'll have highs in the upper 60s to mid-70s and plenty of sun. More clouds on Sunday with warmer temperatures. Highs near 80 and some scattered showers and thunderstorms around, mainly during the afternoon and evening hours. This includes the a chance for some rain at the Commanders game. Winds become breezy later Sunday and stay breezy on Monday with highs in the mid to upper 70s and partly sunny skies. For Tuesday, a bit breezy and cooler with highs in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now we have 60 in Leesburg. It's also 59 now in Bowie. It was 60 just a second ago. 64 at the Navy Yard in Southeast D.C., and that is brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half of your new roof later and half never. Just ahead here on WTOP. A popular fruit you may never see in your supermarket. I'm Neil Augenstein. 821. If you have equity in your home, let Cap Center put it to work with a cash-out refinance. With competitive interest rates and a cap on closing costs, a cash-out refi with Cap Center gives you more to work with. I'm a local business owner, so I understand the value of teamwork and communication. The Cap Center process is smoother than any I've experienced. And with the money for my cash out refi, I was able to remodel my kitchen. Get more with a Cap Center cash out refinance. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit capcenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L dot com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veraheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veraheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veraheal.com. Oh, hello. Need a health plan that lets a busy family get the most out of their care? Then meet your new kind of friend, Optima Health. 
With on-demand virtual care and an easy-to-access mobile app, Optima Health offers Northern Virginians round-the-clock options that can keep up with their round-the-clock needs. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your always-has-your-back friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. WTOP News. It's 823 and D.C.'s Arts All Night Festival is getting underway this evening. The weekend festival in its 11th year now features over 100 local artists as well as interactive activities and live performances. Events are being held in the Anacostia, Petworth, Noma, Columbia Heights, Glover Park and Georgetown neighborhoods, among others. Tomorrow night, events are scheduled along U and H streets as well as in the Shaw, DuPont Circle, Tenley Town, and Congress Heights neighborhoods. You can read more about the Art All Night Festival over at WTOP.com. A local chef's making a name for himself on social media. From southern favorites out of Mississippi to specialty dishes out of Seattle, Chef Boyd Brown III grew up in the kitchen. Those Saturday mornings, smelling the sausage cooking, the pots and pans rattling around. His drive to learn kicked in during college. 16 years and 200,000 TikTok followers later, his takes on traditional food favorites have been a hit. My recipe ebook that's dropping next week has one of my favorite dishes. It's a oxtail and gruyere sandwich. So what's next? Well, he hopes to eventually open a restaurant here in the DMV and is encouraging others to take a chance on themselves. You have to put in the work. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. The flavor of a pawpaw is described as a combination of banana and mango, but a lot of folks have never seen or heard of the fruit, and there's a good reason why. You may never see a pawpaw at your supermarket. If it comes off the tree while it's still hard, there's a chance that it might not ripen at all. Elisa Lane owns Two Boots Farm in Carroll County. During pawpaw season, they touch every single pawpaw to see if it's ripe. The pawpaw fruit itself is so hard to harvest and get to the end consumer on time. So literally, we are out there harvesting the pawpaw when it's just about ready to be eaten. So it has a few days until the end user will enjoy it. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Steve Dresner. Wrapping up the final day of trading on Wall Street for the week. The Dow was off 46 and for the week it lost 4%. The S&P 500 didn't fare better. It was off 64, losing 4.6% for the week. That's the lowest mark since June 17th. The Nasdaq also fell 198. The NFL announced that Apple will be taking over as the new sponsor of the league's Super Bowl halftime show replacing Pepsi. Terms of the new Apple deal weren't disclosed last February. Pepsi's halftime show was viewed by 120 million people. The upcoming Super Bowl will be on Sunday, February 12th at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. The world is changing faster than ever. Keep up with the Enterprise Cloud from Workday. A single system to continuously plan for every what-if scenario. Workday, the finance, HR, and planning system for a changing world. Just ahead here on WTOP, a judge has ruled that mail-in votes in Maryland can be counted before Election Day. Those details ahead after traffic and weather. It's 826. The emotional and physical pain from missing or broken teeth is real. Find your smile again at the Cascade Center for Dental Health in Sterling with Cascades One, our revolutionary full mouth implant system. Only with Cascades One can you get one doctor, one office, one price, 